This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. This would be a terrible crisis to waste, as the old saying goes. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. A dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Oh man, oh, your Wuhan virus lab now absolutely guilty as charged. Oh really? I want to hear that. Yeah, um, from China's own state-controlled media a while back. Um, it's unreal. I was wondering if the various protests were going to rise to the level of uh, general manager today. How Not sig- a bad idea. How significant you think they are? Because there's there's quite a few of them that we're going to be telling you about. But uh, there's there's a lot of places in the country. This is going to be an interesting weekend for civil disobedience and for local officials deciding whether or not to listen to their governor and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it'll be uh, really interesting to watch it unfold and see if the message can remain. Hey, uh, we still like liberty around here, and if you're going to take it away from us, you better have a damn good reason. 
and not, you know, degenerate into wackadoos, you know, pressing for 5G not to come or you know, <laughs> anti-vax or whatever. Are various counties or mayors going to ignore governors and and, and let it work through its way through the courts? I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, and increasingly sheriffs yeah. are saying, we're not enforcing that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to watch. Yep. So just a couple of hours ago, Joe Biden made his first public statements about the whole Tara Reid allegations and then took some questions on it on uh, on MSNBC on Morning Joe. i got to tell you, that Mika Brzezinski woman that's married, <laughs> that's married to the co-host, Joe Scarborough. Yes. She, she, Jack and I were briefly married, but it, well, we separated amicably. Well, it's, if you don't know this, it's a common thing in radio and television. If you hear right. a couple of hosts, they're probably married. That's for tax right. purposes. Well, first of all, they're probably having sex, and then secondly, they're probably married, which well, is almost always the case. We used to, but I don't want to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, duh, what was I going to say? Oh, Mika Brzezinski, everything she says, she says in the tone of voice of she's just walked into the room to give you the results from the <laughs> tests, and you've got a week to live. Everything she says from the weather to interviewing Joe Biden, every statement has that tone of voice. But you said that people needed to believe the essence of what a woman says. How do you reconcile with that, with what you're doing now? Are you going to cry? Are you going to fall apart? Should we, right. get, should we get an adult in here to handle this interview? The breathless, on the verge of tears voice. She busts that out more and more these days. But anyway, uh, I thought Joe Biden said everything you can say if you're if you're innocent of this stuff, and I assume he is. Uh, I don't know what else you say. He did clarify a couple of things. Um, and this happens all the time. There's a lot of screaming. What about the archives? What about and he he said multiple times because he was asked multiple times. Look, if there were a complaint, it wouldn't be in those archives. They don't keep that sort of thing there. Prove yeah, it. They, they would, they, I demand an investigation. That that complaint is in the Senate archives if there is a complaint, and I've asked them to look for it there, and if they find it, they should release it. But my archives are just speeches and research I've done on policies. A personnel complaint wouldn't be there. So it's got nothing to do with it. Perfect Cover place up. to hide it. Perfect place to hide it. Exactly. exactly. And then I've always liked the, you know, the other part of this is if you are lying about this, then, well, then obviously you're going to make that piece of paper disappear, or somebody you know is. So the idea that they've searched the archives and it's not there. Uh, if you believe they're lying, then what the, what's the point oh, of any no, of that? No, no, nobody would ever remove a memo from an archive. <laughs> oh, my God. If, if that happens, then, uh, then we're completely lawless. I don't think you understand the point of archives. <laughs> You've unarchived that. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing is lame. My my main interest in this is calling out the wild-eyed, teeth-gnashing hypocrites, uh, activist lefties, you know, for their acting like lunatics during the Kavanaugh thing and then saying, well, you know, Joe's a nice guy. He said he didn't do it this time around. It's just crazy. Uh, anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's a lot to talk about today. There are going to be a lot of protests around the country. How many states are, quote, opened up at this point? 35 or something uh, like that? 35 have relaxed restrictions. Uh-huh. Um, there's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Sorry this morning, Michael. I'm doing good. Uh, Costco is requiring everybody to wear masks yeah. now, so I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to wear a Richard Nixon mask. Okay, nice. and then when I leave, you know, they they check all your you know stuff to make sure you haven't taken anything. I'm gonna look at them and raise my arms and say, "I am not a crook." And then you walk do, out. You do not need to check my long receipt because I am not a crook. <laughs> right. That's fantastic. You know, if the the uh, highlighter wielding door checker is of the right age, he will guffaw at that joke, Mike. Yeah. Anybody under the age of, jeez, I'm thinking 45 at the best. 
<laughs> and they're just going to stare at you. All right, sir. Do you need Show help? Show me with, a receipt. Do you need help out to your car? Uh, there's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Oh, I'm beyond excited to share with you guys what is, without a doubt, the dumbest opening thought that I've ever had. Okay. Yes. In my history on this show. So I was thinking yesterday that the order of the months don't make sense. I don't know why they're that way. I, I reflexively reject artifacts of momentum, right? Mm. Like if the only reason we're doing something is because that's how it's always been done. Let's double, <laughs> let's double check that. So I think we should. I think we should do the months alphabetically, which would leave us with a calendar year. Of April, August, December, February, January, July, June, March, May, November, October, September. Works for me. We're into the J's, folks, would be a common expression. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really like having that right around the midway point. You got that, that JJJ right right there for you. Um, uh, well, and they're all named. A lot of them are named after, you know, emperors or Roman gods or what have you. They're wacky names. Maybe we ought to have a contest to... Uh, to rename the months while we're reordering the monthly McMonth face, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, open up and renaming the months. There's no reason to stay with this forever. Yeah. Cold Uary. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Start there. Hot Timber. Yeah, Hot Timber's exactly. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for wasting everyone's time. <laughs> Apology accepted. Rain Uary. Um. <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, May the 1st, brand new month. Rent is due, and uh, this time around, that really means something. Rent is due. Whether you're a renter who doesn't have a job, or you got furloughs, you're not getting paid, or you're paying rent for your business, uh, the lease to keep your you know coffee shop there or whatever. The rent in November. The rent is too damn high. Amen to that. The rent being due today is a big deal, which is part of the reason people are protesting all across the country. Anyway, we're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this country. All right. Well, that too. I thought I'd let it go. All right, here we go. Officially now, let's begin the show uh, according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Hi, guys. I'm in my gym right now. I haven't been in here for like six months because I burnt my gym down, unfortunately. Um, I had two candles and... Yeah, one thing led to another, and I burned it down. That's Britney Spears, who accidentally burnt down her gym with a couple of candles. <laughs> I feel like she yada yada the most interesting part of that yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Why does her voice sound like that? She didn't used to sound like that. That, like, uh, that's uh, ingenue uh, sex tart voice? Yeah. She, she sounds like she's sounding more like Miley Cyrus. Hi, guys. I'm in my gym right now. I haven't been in here for like six months because I burnt my gym down, unfortunately. Sounds like Brittany to me. See, her, her throat may be a little ragged out, Jack, from years of belting out her pop hits. You burnt your gym down with a couple of candles. How do you burn a gym down? Um, I had two candles, and yeah, one thing led to another, and oh, I burned yeah, it down. Yeah. The flames, for instance. That was <laughs> one thing led to another. Led to the, uh, you know, combustion. My meth lab exploded. Smoke. When a meth lab explodes, well, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you can take the barefoot girl out of the gas station bathroom, but you can't take the <laughs> something or other. Gas station bathroom out of the girl. Oh, boy. Um, uh, so coming up, we got clips of the week. We've got mailbag. We are going to peek in on some of the protests around the country that exists, including a really big one in California. California, the lines are very clearly drawn, as the governor has said uh, a couple of strong things, although he backed off somewhat yesterday. Yes, he did. Because I think he realized he was going to look like a fool if everybody ignored him, and uh, there was no stopping it. Old blustery McPretty face thought better of his bellowed pronouncements, apparently, and rolled him back a bit. Anyway, lots of stuff today, and our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 
That's one news outlet's report on what has caused Kim Jong-il to end up in bad health. Stress and booze. There's a lot. That'll do it. A lot of little Kim news out today as to whether he's alive or not and what's wrong with him. We'll get to that later. He's alive, I think, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, man, this is this is just a crazy news day. There's all sorts of good stuff to talk about and really interesting. And uh, you got Steve Scalise saying people ought to go to jail over the whole Michael Flynn thing. He's the you know majority whip, or I'm sorry, minority whip at this point, which is really the most unfortunate title in government. Uh, <laughs> mailbag coming up in a moment or two. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. <laughs> And so we think it's time for a measured reopening. And the availability of certain items that we will never not have. Like Ukrainian yogurt. Pepto-Bismol Oreos. Peep soup. (laughs) But if I don't text my exes, how will they know I love them? (laughs) The thing about Pip is, you know, if you stand next to him, you make him stronger. He needed someone there to to stand there and say, look, I fight with you, just fight. Keep recording. Who are you going to show it to? You're the idiot doing the wrong thing. Economic intercourse. Even the security cop got mazed. Even the, 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 he got mazed. Hey, man, they was crying. They was crying. He was crying. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lulu. For instance, we had somebody apply for unemployment for Tupac Shakur here in Kentucky. And that person probably thought they were being funny. Now, somebody, an apology tonight. I mentioned an individual that had filed in the name of Tupac Shakur. Thank you so much, Joe. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. Oh, my God. Because now you can stay anonymous while you buy six gallons of cheese bombs. Give people back the new freedom. Every time oh, I hear that Hillary clip, it sounds like somebody's doing a mocking Hil- Hillary Clinton sounds like a robot impersonation, but it's actually her. <laughs> yeah, no, that is something. Uh, is, and nobody told her that? Thank you so much, Joe. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. Hey, my, my baseball coach said hit the ball with the stick when it comes down, but I couldn't because I just didn't have that ability. I, yeah. I think probably people have told her she just doesn't have the ability. Well, look, you know how we're talking right now? Just talk like that, Hillary. All right. Okay, here we go. Three, Thank two, you one. so much, Joe. It's a real pleasure to be no, here no, with no, you. No, 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 no. Stop. Cut, cut, cut. You sound like a robot again. It's a you remember real we were just talking. To, <laughs> to be here. Do it like you. that, all right? Three, two, one. Thank you so much, Joe. It's a real pleasure to I be quit. here with you. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag. I can't uh, resist this. Lynn Anonymous sent along a freedom-loving quote of the day from George Orwell. She taught George Orwell's 1984 to high school seniors for many years. There you go. And she says, I find myself thinking of this passage more and more. It's a bit lengthy, but it's brilliant. The party seeks power entirely for its own sake. We're not interested in the good of others. We're interested solely in power. Not wealth or luxury or long life or happiness. Only power, pure power. We know that no one ever seizes power with the intention of relinquishing it. Power is not a means, it is an end. One does not establish a dictatorship in order to safeguard a revolution. One makes a revolution in order to establish a dictatorship. 
The object of persecution is persecution. The object of torture is torture. The object of power is power. George Orwell, prominent socialist who had the intelligence and wisdom to see the uh, the inherent problems in his own philosophy. Let's see. Uh, here's uh, onto the correspondence proper. Actually, this is another great great quote sent along by Zena. Uh, the philosopher Eric Hoffer famously observed that every great cause begins as a movement, becomes a business, and eventually degenerates into a racket. Oh, well, that's pretty good. <clears throat> I am tempted to say that recent events mark the Me Too movement's transition into its racket stage. Uh, but that would imply erroneously, I think, that it was ever anything. Well, you know, I'm not sure I agree with that entirely, because women too long have been abused and have not had a voice to say, hey, cut it out. No, it, um, it, it, there's, no way, there's no, no way you can say that. It brought right. down a whole bunch of people that are were and are clearly guilty, and some right. of them are in prison. Right, and, and I think that was a good thing, but it quickly became a cudgel for winning political points, and is applied wildly, uh, inconsistently, depending on you know whether you like the politician, for instance, or not. Uh, Mike, the student uh, in Arkansas with uh, another really interesting missive, found some in- just found out some interesting stuff. Uh, we have underground prohibition style events going on. I knew we had some underground churches, which I've been attending, but I've been invited to a private event next Thursday, which will include an indoor softball tournament with four teams. Hmm. I guess there are sports leagues going on all over. I was given directions where to park, how to not draw attention, and how to get in. Well, I, I can understand the uh, the need if you're a church-going person to to find a whole bunch of people, pick somebody's basement, get together, and have an illegal church meeting. I, I didn't realize people were so driven by softball to try to pull that together. It's an enjoyable game, Jack. Great exercise, <laughs> test of your skills. Uh, you know, uh, hair cutting has got to be a big one. I got to believe that people who cut hair are cutting hair at people's homes, right? Well, my hair didn't get sucked back into my head, Jack. I got me a haircut. I'm not telling you who done it, but I did. Lawbreaker. Did you phobia uh, it? No. No, I did not. I have been sorely tempted to see how it would go cutting my own hair, <laughs> but I have not worked up the courage. So you paid somebody to illegally cut your hair? Yes. Wow. Y- yes, I did. Uh, let's see. Here's a, a note from uh, Doug, and I'll give you the punchline first. If there's anything scarier than the government not giving you money you're supposed to get, it's the government giving you money you're not supposed to get. Because not only are they going to come for it someday, plus interest and penalties, but you might be prosecuted. Right. Including in this situation, Doug says, I collected unemployment for four weeks back in January into February. I notified uh, them on March 5th that I returned back to work. I'm good. They stopped paying me, but then on 426, they sent me $5,000, said I no longer need to certify that I'm unemployed. They'll keep sending me money. I've been trying for three days to return the money to no avail. Doug, you're probably going to end up in the hooskow. <laughs> so go up to the biggest, toughest guy in the yard. <laughs> punch him right in the face. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. She says in 1993, Mr. Vice President, that you pinned her against the wall and reached under her clothing and penetrated her with your fingers. Would you please go on the record with the American people? Did you sexually assault Tara Reid? 
No, it is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened. Okay, you have to get out, out of the way, obviously. The basic, so he's waffling. The basic question and answer. Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe today. It's the first time Biden has spoken out about this. I wish they'd get a grown-up to ask these questions, or at least she'd use her grown-up tone of voice and not her, <laughs> I'm about to fall apart. I don't know. Her blanched to a bois voice. Drama um, queen. I want to do these in the correct order so that we build up to the excitement. I'm not sure there's much excitement to build up to, but... Uh... <laughs> that sounds like uh, a night with me. <laughs> so Let's build up to the very little excitement. <laughs> <laughs> As we talked about yesterday, I did think that whenever any media got a hold of Joe Biden, they need to start asking about how the, the way he handled the Kavanaugh stuff and then the way he talked about it back then, and they got into that. You were unequivocal, uh, Mr. Vice President, back in 2018 during the Kavanaugh controversy and hearings. And um, you said that women should be believed. You said this, for a woman to come forward in the glaring lights of focus nationally, you've got to start off with the presumption that at least the essence of what she is talking about is real. Whether or not she forgets the facts, whether or not it's been made worse or better over time. She's going to be going on national television on Sunday. Tara Reid is coming forward in the glaring lights. To use your words, should we not start off with the presumption that the essence of what she's talking about is real? She says you sexually assaulted her. Look, from the very beginning, I've said believing women means taking the woman's claim seriously when she steps forward and, and then vet it. Look into it. This, this, that, that's true in this case as well. Women have a right to be heard, and the, and the press should rigorously investigate claims they make. I'll always uphold that principle. But in the end, in every case, the truth is what matters. And in this case, the truth is the claims are false. You know, we're going to end up in the right spot. Maybe we already have. This is what needed to happen if, is you have a high-profile Democrat charged. So that the media goes this direction on it. And then I hope we end up in the sweet spot of, yeah, you got to listen to him. But then if the other person says, no, I didn't do it and he can't prove it, that's the end of it. It just, it just is. Well, and there just are crackpots be- who make false claims. Just because she said it doesn't make it true. That would be a crazy way to run a society and uh, the opposite of the way we've run our, uh, our, our jurisprudence system the entire history of our country. Well, it's a crazy way to run a university system, too, but thanks to Joe Biden and Title IX, that's the way the university systems have been run, and the results have been terrible. Uh, A couple of quick comments on that clip. Number one, well done. And then we've got the best clip coming up, according to our producer, Mike Hansen, and if it's not entertaining, you can send him emails, not us. Right. So, uh, first (laughs) of all, uh, well done, Mika, on that question. You know, that's the quote I've been throwing around this week. Uh, so, you know, I salute her for that. Yeah. I thought Joe Biden's answer was very reasonable. Sure. Perfectly reasonable. My only comment would be, Joe, that last part about then you got to look into it, and if it's true, it's true, and if it's not, it's not. You could have thrown that in during Kavanaugh. I guess you just forgot. Oh, by the way, um, Mika mentioned there, Tara Reid's going on a Sunday show. What Sunday show is she going to be on? Is she on 60 Minutes? Is she on Face the Nation? Can somebody Google that? Don't know. What's Tara Reid going to be on on Sunday? Um, I think whoever has her on, they're a little late to the ball game. If they'd have had her last Sunday, that would have been a really good get. I think by this Sunday, it's kind of, what, what are you airing this for? Well, if it's becoming 
and it is, I think, more clear that she's a bit of a crackpot, then you go hard at her, then you look all mean and nasty to women. So, yeah, that's a tough position to be in this week. Mm. Uh, so let's finally play, uh, I guess that's clip 47. Hanson was said it was the really good clip. I'm going to keep building this oh, up. So yeah. Hanson's on the hook for this. <laughs> Gather the family around the old Victrola. You're going to love this. Uh, Look, this is a very... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. No, no, that's As we await for the records from the National Archives, are you absolutely certain, are you absolutely positive there is no record of any complaint by Tara Reid against you? I am absolutely positive that no one that I'm aware of ever has been made aware of any complaint, a formal complaint made by or a complaint by Tara Reid against me at the time this allegedly happened 27 years ago or until the, I announced for, pre- well, it was, I guess it was in April or May of this year. Whoa. Batteries are running low. Plug them back in. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in his defense, well, first of all, am I the only one that's bothered by Mika's tone, or is it just like some people don't like the smell of this cheese and other people do? Just I her think voice just makes the cheese me, thing. her voice makes me go, ah, ha, 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 stop with the, uh, oh, are we going to wait for, just like she's about to lose her ability to control herself. She's lighten up, lady. She talks like Britney Spears would sing. Yeah, she does. <laughs> anyway... Uh, in Joe Biden's defense there, and he is a rambling old man who runs out of energy and uh, all that sort of stuff, but mm. I-, I watched uh, most of this debate, and it was it was the same question over and over as happens with these sorts of things, and you would get frustrated. Uh, all right, I- as I've said, uh, we looked at the complaint. There are no personnel matters being held in those archives. I mean, what do you want me to say? I've said yeah. it five times. <laughs> right. It reminds me of sometimes, like, somebody will come a reasonably long way to a meeting back when we used to meet in person. And so everybody felt like, well, it can't be a short meeting. We've got to, like, give this meeting some weight. Like, we respect you coming here, so we'll just waste everybody's time for an hour. Well, that interview could easily have been 90 seconds long, two minutes long. Certainly at the, certainly at like the most a couple, two, three minutes. But it, since it's the big blockbuster, you gotta stretch it. And you keep asking the same question over and over, and then the doddering old man. I feel like we need to hear that clip again. I mean, he got into some serious, say the word complaint again, Joe Biden. Look, this is a very, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. No, you. No, no, that's As we await for the records from the National Archives, are you absolutely certain, are you absolutely positive there is no record of any complaint by Tara Reid against you? I am absolutely positive that no one that I'm aware of ever has been made aware of any complaint, a formal complaint made by or a complaint by Tara Reid against me at the time this allegedly happened 27 years ago or until I announced for, well, I guess it was in April or May of this year. Yeah, okay. I think I followed it that time. That was quite something. I didn't. I followed it less that time. Hmm. Um, so she, so she's trying to set it up, I guess, then, if a piece of paper comes out somewhere that she filled out a form for a sexual harassment complaint that went in a file and he didn't know about that, that he's on the hook or something? I don't know, I don't yeah. know what they're trying to come up with. I, I think that will switch roughly two votes across America. Well, yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. I'll take the under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Why do you care? 
<laughs> needles don't move. Everybody's yeah. needle is stuck. Right. Everybody's needle is stuck. Well, as uh, was pointed out, I guess it was the USA Today piece where the former prosecutor uh, went through it yesterday. So this woman hung on to her paperwork of her hiring and dismissal from a job from 30 years ago, which none of us do, but didn't hang on to the paperwork of uh, accusing her boss of raping her digitally. Yeah. Yeah. No, she didn't bother. Or lost it. Maybe she lost it in the move, but... Now, the woman, I I hate to say this. Well, I mildly dislike to say this. I think the woman's a crackpot. I think she has issues. Well, what's what's the motivation? See, Blasey Ford... For being a crackpot? I think it just comes upon you. (laughs) Blasey Ford with Kavanaugh, my my feeling was and is that she believes it. I don't think she is lying. I think she believes that's her memory for whatever reason. That gal got some serious issues. For whatever reason, that is what she remembers. And and built up in her head to protect herself from something or deal with something. I don't know. You know, right. I'm, an, I'm an amateur here. I don't have any idea. Right. This woman, though, uh, and I haven't heard her speak yet. So when we hear her on Sunday, whatever show she's on, uh, when we hear her speak on Sunday, we'll get a better idea if she sounds like a crackpot. Did we nail that down, Sean? No, I'm still trying to figure it out. There, huh. there isn't an easy way of who's on all the Sunday shows this week. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just trying surprised to go to like the individual. I'm surprised there aren't promos out for that or whatever. It seems like a pretty big get. Anywho. Maybe they've pulled them. It could be. It could be. Well, she has walked back, as I understand, her middle-aged women's erotica uh, about Vladimir Putin. She's now disclaimed her previous, like, serious, got-the-hots-for-a-teen-idol stuff over Putin. So that's what I was going to get to, is all her Russia-Putin stuff... I'm wondering if, if, if Russia was aware of that and thought, hey, there's somebody that used to work for Joe Biden that, for whatever reason, is really into us. Awesome. Send her a check. Have her say this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Or, or give her just a microdose of polonium, then, you know, whisper something into her ear while she's out that Joe Biden messed with her, and, you know, who knows. But <laughs> at any rate, this this will go nowhere. Do you think it's it over a now? tempest in a teapot. Do you think it's yes. more or less over? Yeah, I do. I think, you know, networks and, and various publications will try to milk a little more ratings out of it, but there's just nothing here. Well, it'll last all day because Biden finally made a statement. So every news sure. outlet's got yep. to play the statement and discuss it. But, yeah, I think I think it comes to an end. Unless there's some new information, like solid new information, new witness, new paperwork, something like that, I, I think it's over. Well, and then you got to keep in mind all the allegations that are out there against Donald J. Mm. So it could tamp down uh, female uh, enthusiasm for Biden if it comes out that... There's something here, but there a there isn't something here, and b you know I don't think it would anyway. Not much. Well, a lot of people are really liking your renaming the months, Sean. <laughs> really? In, in order of uh, in order of alphabetic order. Oh yeah, uh, re reordering them or renaming them. Uh, reordering them and right. renaming them. We like it all. Yeah, I think here. Sean's idea is a good one. If the weather associated with each month stayed the same, then we'd have a mild uh, weather followed by scorcher, etc. Work on getting that done, Sean. So oh, so Susan. he wants me to also just keep the weather per month the same, but ha- it would be much more random. They'd be like hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. <laughs> hot Timber is my stripper name, says this person. Nice. Hot Timber. That's a good one. Well, and when it came to uh, mild pearl. The people in North Dakota would be saying, what the hell are you talking about? It's four degrees here. Right. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of little Kim news out of North Korea. Some of it probably false. Some of it possibly true. But it's entertaining. Stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty.
Getty Show. I am. I come up here to hunt meat so I don't have to go to the grocery store. I've built up about a 12-year supply of venison jerky. I can ship you some. You probably have to get your incisor teeth sharpened. Ew, no. When you travel, are you practicing social distancing? I've been practicing social distancing since I was four years old. Yeah, me too. Um, that's <laughs> the great Ron Swanson. From last night's Parks and Recreation. Uh, n- my hero. A number of TV shows have brought cast members back together to do a, a one-off. Fantastic. Uh, what's going on with little Kim over there in North Korea? Oh, we need to talk about uh, General Flynn and the FBI and that whole dust-up. Mm. The Wuhan virus, where did it come from? There's new info on that. Oh, yeah. But nobody has... From the Chinese themselves, by the way. Nobody has seen the leader of North Korea in quite some time. Uh, so there's a lot of speculation on that. Uh, one story out today has that Kim is sick because of excess boozing and stress. Got a very stressful job. You know, being a dictator where every time you turn around, the person might slit your throat. Every single person you ever come in contact with, family member, general, uh, man on the street, whoever. That would be a stressful way to live. Oh, yeah. You had the booze to that. It's not good for your health and the fact that you're uh, 300 pounds. Um... How tall is he? Do we know that? I mean, because you got to know a guy's height to really get a good guess at his weight. I mean, if he was six foot, he's 325 easy, 350 maybe. I think he's fairly short. I think he is too, but uh, I saw somewhere yesterday they, they speculate he's 300 pounds. Yeah. Um, uh, speculation is five foot seven. Yeah, he always wears black. It's slimming. Uh, some North Korean def- de- defector turned to South Korea lawmaker claimed he is 99% sure that Kim Jong-un is dead. So that's five foot seven with his special height shoes, mm. is what the speculation is. Then he's really, mm. really tiny. Ty, now, so that was a North Korean dick, uh, defector who says he believes Kim is dead. Taiwan's intelligence chief, and they might have decent intelligence <laughs> on this. I'm sorry, twice in a row you called him a dick defector. Do you just not like the guy or what? That's editorializing. I was going to—I started to say dictator instead of defector for some reason. I get yeah. your words straight, Jack. Yeah. So the head of the CIA there in Taiwan says they think Kim Jong-un is sick and that his country has emergency plans for a potential power struggle if he dies and that that is what is going on. So he's, he's sick in a hospital and there's like a real behind the scenes because there's no, there's no heir apparent. There's no process in place for good reason. With dictators. So right. there would be a struggle going on trying to figure out, okay, who's going to take charge, or at least a lot of weirdness. Yeah. I mean, you'd have, well, a, couple of, you'd have a couple of generals looking at each other thinking, I'm thinking I'm going to take over. Is he thinking he's going to take over? Uh-oh. What's, his sis- <laughs> what's Kim's sister thinking? she thinking she's going to take over? She's thinking she'd like to have a square meal one of these days. Uh, as we've discussed before, though, the, the uh, whole dictator hasn't been seen discussion uh, I've been through enough times to know yeah. it's possible he is dead, dying, and there's a vicious power struggle going on behind the scenes, or he's just hiding out in his villa and everything's the same. I still believe he's just trying to stay away from the Wuhan virus, which is really uh, ravaging their countryside because they have such poor health care and everything like that. But uh, I also like the crazy and most outrageous Kim Jong-un facts and rumors that are out there. Yes. Uh, and uh, I didn't go through all of them. There was a, there was a ton of them. Um, but some of the more interesting... 
His uh, trademark, hair, trademark haircut is one of 15 hairstyles that are approved in the nation. But I remember when that was announced. Commoners are not allowed to have his haircut. Only uh, people of uh, some standing. His love life is shrouded in mystery. He reportedly married a 23-year-old cheerleader. I suppose you marry whoever you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in 2009, he was also rumored to be romantically involved with a pop star whose hit songs include I Love Pyongyang. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> nice. Uh, rat, nah, 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 rat, nah. It's their New York, New York news. That's yeah. right. Pyongyang is so cool. Uh, Kim, Kim reportedly keeps a pleasure squad of young girls uh, who are plucked from classrooms in some cases. Oh. I know, it's horrifying. And undergo about. It's horrifying, but not only probably true, it's almost guaranteed. That's what these dictators do for whatever reason. Uh, um, virtually without exception. Yeah, without exception throughout history. Right. Plucked from classrooms, they undergo a battery of tests to confirm that they're virgins. In 2016 alone, it is believed that he spent $3.5 million on lingerie and costumes for his harem, while he spent lavishly on booze and fine foods, especially fine cheese for himself. He loves cognac, wine, and Emmental cheese. I'm not, I'm not sure I've ever mm, had that particular fine, cheese. Fine cheese, yes. <laughs> Delicious. That's all left over from his uh, days of being a student in Switzerland, where he came to like the cheese. His gorging has him tipping the scales at roughly 300 pounds, our, our intelligence believes. Yes, Fat Michael. That's exactly right. That's what he is. Uh, so, yeah. There's Rumored you, to be currently dating Joe Exotic. Good <laughs> good picture of him here with uh, Dennis Rodman. Uh, Guess what? He don't want war. That's one thing he don't he want. He said in the there. past that he would destroy the United States. Well, <laughs> well. What a, you, you wouldn't think countries like this would exist in the year 2020. This seems like stuff from the 1500s or... Yeah, I know. I know. And there's plenty of dictatorships around the world, but man, they got a special sort there in North Korea. A weird cult of personality, totally closed, just bizarre. Yeah, the whole harem thing ain't cool, obviously. Um, I, I hope he's... Well, it depends uh, how you look at it, I suppose. Are we, are Maybe we, I'm offering benefits and uh, paid vacation, that sort of thing. Are we pro him dying? Is that what we're all hoping for? Uh, or would that be worse for America? It'd definitely be one of those gets worse before it gets better scenarios, but then it might get better. But, man, that would be a painful uh, recovery. Right. From being a starving death cult of, what, 30 million people, whatever it is. Not good. Really likes that cheese, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, he needs to cut down on it a little bit from what I've seen. So we mentioned some of this yesterday. Uh, General Flynn, some of the notes that have come out from the FBI are uh, really troubling. And what's going on with the Wuhan virus all in the way? And Getty. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.